With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the host and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Hello and welcome to the Epic Love Show, episode number 98, featuring guest Melanie Cabot this evening, entrepreneur and founder of the Happiness Club of Palm Beach, and so much more. She'll be joining us here in just a couple minutes. This show is about sharing inspiring stories of love through action and promoting the positive, and I'm your host, Travis Suit. So I believe one of the most important and valuable gifts that you can give yourself is love. That's why we do this show. And I'm here to share those stories of how we persevere through adversity to bring that gift of love to the world, to bring your energy, to bring epic love. And epic love looks like very different things out there in the world. It could look like something as simple as the self-love and care you give yourself when you sit down to just have some quiet time and read and meditate. It could look like a big event that you put on to fundraise, to help your favorite mission and cause. Um, it is your story. It's your hero's journey. That's what the epic is all about. And so thank you for joining us. Uh, these stories allow us to bring our gifts out and to hear them and to share them. And your journey to become more inspired is part of our journey here tonight. And that action and that step starts right now. The Epic Love Show is brought to you by the Piper's Angels Foundation for Cystic Fibrosis. You can learn more at pipersangels.org. We are live each week on Facebook and YouTube at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and always available for playback on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora. So please share the show. I want to thank all our listeners every week for tuning in. Every week, the show's audience grows, our views grow, and uh, this is about, as Peter Marcus 
the amazing business coach who just commented says, bring forth your personal greatness as an expression of who you've become. Boy, Peter, you couldn't have dropped that comment at a better time. And thank you for tuning in. Uh, Peter's been a great influence in my life. Uh, You can go to MarcusCoaching.com if you want to learn more about Peter and his amazing uh, coaching out there in the world. Um, And so, yes, so thank you to all the loyal listeners. And what I would say are our epic lovers out there in the world. Look, it's not easy to be positive all the time. We go up and down. It's a roller coaster. And we've all been through a lot of hardships. Um, You know, this show was born out of uh, the diagnosis of my daughter with cystic fibrosis and, you know, really having to work hard for many years to um, transform that pain into a gift. It's something that would empower myself to give Piper a great example and to empower others. And uh, I think that there's a quote that I I came up with recently. It was like an insight that came up for me this past week and that I wanted to share that I think relates to this episode and Melanie being coming on in the Happiness Club, which is uh, when you're afraid to experience your pain, your pain becomes the experience. And so just let that resonate. And whatever pain that you're going, you have going on out there in the world right now, I know there's a lot of people hurting because of the pandemic and COVID, uh, you know, loss of income, uh, health issues. There's a lot going on. And what I have to say is that the people in the cystic fibrosis community that our organization supports, these are issues they've faced their whole life. Loss of income, long-term hospitalization, a loss of uh, children, right? Uh, You know, having to, um, you know, pay for funeral expenses, you know, lung transplants, issues like that can cause these heavy burdens in our life. And what I've learned from cystic fibrosis and what I've learned from the CF community is to never give up on hope and to always, always find the positive, always find the light in every step along the way, even when it's its toughest, because that's when you're being tested the most. And those challenges are ultimately what help you become the greatest version of you. Uh, So thank you for tuning in. And always, joining me in studio here is the one and only epic jokester, Mr. Jason. Thank you for being here, I'm sitting on my epic joke throne today. I'm like so excited. I got my throne. We did. We did. uh, Piper and I, actually, Piper's here as well. Uh, We built Jason his... Uh, his new throne, his chair here in studio, and it looks it looks like you're very comfortable. I am. This is a lot more. This is a lot more comfortable. I'm very excited. And, and before I get my jokes, I I have a shout out. I have to Ooh. I have to wish the epic jokester's mom a happy oh. birthday today. What's her name? Her name's Holly. Happy birthday, Holly, from the everybody in the Epic Love family. And, and without her, I wouldn't be here. So I appreciate it. You know. Great point. Thanks. That is a good you point. Know. And a fact. It is a fact, too. That's a hard line fact. It is a fact. Well, we're sending our love out to your mom, for Thank sure. Thank you. So, all right. So, I got to tell you, I, I, had a, uh, I had a dream last night. Oh, yeah, tell me I, about it. I was swimming in an ocean of orange soda. Mm. It was a fantasy. <laughs> That's a good I'm one. I'm watching Melanie. That's she's a laughing. good one. All right. It's ocean related, too. That was Nice one. You can't, you can't hear her, but she's laughing. I so love I'm that I'm excited. And, uh, but I got to tell you, you know, I, I, love, I love all sorts of jokes. All right, but uh, poop jokes, they're not my favorite, but they're a solid number two. <laughs> oh, man. 
bringing it tonight. Those I, hey, were, listen, I, I brought it. You those know? are two good ones. You did bring it. I had to. Thank you for bringing the humor. Absolutely. Always nice to lighten it up. Always nice to start off with a big smile, and Jason brings that every week, so thank you, sir. It was absolutely my pleasure. So, let me introduce this week's guest, which I am so excited about. She's a dear friend of mine, and she's uh, an incredibly beautiful soul and human being, and her light and her smile just shine so bright. Her name is Melanie Cabot, and she's a resident of Palm Beach. Melanie is the founder of an educational nonprofit, the Foundation for Women's Economic Literacy, which provides financial education for women in search of quality information and resources. She's also founded the Happiness Club of Palm Beach, which invites speakers on health and wellness to educate the community. Melanie has traveled to over 40 countries and lived abroad, and she is the vice president of the Palm Beach chapter of the Circumnavigators Club. In addition to her businesses as an entrepreneur, Melanie is a sought-after business coach, community leader, philanthropist, and board member in leadership for several nonprofit organizations, as well as being on the advisory board of Piper's Angels Foundation. So thank you very much, Melanie, for joining us on the Epic Love Show. Oh, Travis, I'm so happy to be here. And I have to say, uh, being involved with Piper's Angels and getting to know you has been just such a highlight and just such a blessing in my life because you're just such an awesome organization. And um, give give my best to little Piper. Miss her. I, I will. She'll be back here in a minute. So I gave her my check card, and she walked down the street to the ice cream shop to get some ice cream, so she. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait! You, you so went, you went to go send her ice cream and, and didn't ask us if we wanted anything. <laughs> this went from epic jokesters to epic sadness. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, thank you, Melanie. And you know, as you know, being an entrepreneur and, and building a business from scratch is not easy. And so, there's a lot of lessons we learn along the way. And I'm really excited for you to share uh, a lot of the the wisdom that you have uh, here tonight with us. Thank you, thank you. So. I've- yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and of course, we're in this quarantine time, and we are uh, you know, at a time that I've never seen in my lifetime like this before. Uh, and you know, people are concerned, and there's a lot of fear out there. And, and you're the founder of the Happiness Club. So how do we look at the circumstances in the world, and how do we you know, do our best to maintain happiness what do we how can we bring ourselves to that place well it, it is a tough time and, and we do have to remember that we're, we're first of all we're all in this together so it's not as if we're struggling mm-hmm. on our own and one of the things that's important is that healing comes through community so my greatest satisfaction with the happiness club is that we've created a community of really caring souls creative people connectors um, and just awesome speakers and you've been a great speaker many times, and thank you for, for that. But one of the things that I've, um, I'm pleased about is that the speakers that we've brought to the Happiness Club, they've all had gifts to share and given us um, resources for resilience. Now, we didn't know we'd be needing them mm. during these times. Right. But, um, so now we're calling upon all that. So, so what do resources for resilience look like? I, I love what you what you said there about healing comes through community. Uh, that's a that's a I couldn't agree more. I, I, you know, when we created the crossing for cystic fibrosis and the the community came around and really rallied behind what we were doing. That's really where I found my healing. I'd never experienced such an outpouring of love from the community. 
And I would, I would say that's a, definitely a version of epic love. Um, so, you know, when you say resources for resilience, what does that look like? Well, it's, um, it, it's, 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 I have first have to say it's been a learning process for me too, because when I started the happiness club, I didn't know about transcendental meditation or yoga or breathing, um, or eating more of a plant-based diet, all these wonderful things that I've been introduced to through our speakers. So it's, it's, um, it's, First of all, reaching out to people, not being afraid of asking for help. Uh, back to my earlier point about we're all in this together. And and what you've seen firsthand is, is through Piper's Angels is you've built a community. And what what is a community? It's people that care about each other, people that love each other. And I love your term, love through action. So I would encourage people to really, to, to not, yes, I, fear will creep in, but push it aside and ask for help. You're not alone. Um, one of the things that I uh, wanted to share, a story about one of the speakers, one of the first speakers that came to the Happiness Club, she put a pitcher of water on the table and she took out a little vial of blue ink and she put three drops of water in this pitcher and then mm-hmm. swirled it around. And the point that she made is that Nothing is insignificant. These three little dots of ink um, colored the pitcher water. So it's we're all in this together, and no one's too small to make a difference. And let's help each other through these difficult times. Yeah, that's a great story, and I love the I love the imagery and the simplicity of that. I would love to do that with kids in a kids class. Yeah. You know, I'd love to share that. I'm going to do it with Piper later for sure. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. And I agree, you know, reaching out and asking for help is sometimes really hard, mm-hmm. really hard because, you know, wh- no matter what perspective you're coming from, uh, it, it if you don't share your experience, it, it's just it's impossible for people to know what you're going through and to really have compassion and be able to extend a helping hand. Right. And I've seen that play out in the Happiness Club. We've had speakers. Um, one of our taglines is falling but not breaking. And mm. our speakers have have uh, revealed, shared their vulnerabilities and shared their, their lowest points because that's what um, they had to call on inner resources and um, fam- the love of family and friends to to pull them through and we all have those stories so um don't be afraid don't don't be fearful of um being exposing your vulnerability because it doesn't serve you and so push the fear aside and reach out yeah there are lots of resources here too Uh, i i keep going back to resources once you start digging a little bit um you'll find there's a lot a lot we can use yeah and what i found when attending the happiness club meetings is that you know no you know no matter where you are on your path and kind of on the roller coaster of life i I remember i came out to one of the the happiness club meetings at a time when i was going through some really heavy emotional stuff and I, i remember just being there and around everybody and i could really feel my the weight of everything i could feel how that that how heavy I was with that emotion, but being around everybody 
was so uplifting and and they sh- hearing them share their stories of their and being vulnerable and and going through that it just was such a good reminder of of you know keeping my focus on something that knowing that I was going to come out of the other side like this this wouldn't last forever um and that was so important and and I thank you for really providing such a divine venue for hosting these beautiful and incredible stories and people. Uh, so for everybody out there listening, what is, the, what is, you know, especially here in Palm Beach County, if you're local, um, what does the Happiness Club look like? What's the format of it? It's, it's a very simple format. We, we meet in, in public spaces. Well, we used to. <laughs> we'll find a new normal. Um, but we meet in, in restaurants um, the first Monday of every month during happy hour, and we invite speakers to come and share their story. Because as you said, st- stories are important. It's part of the, the hero's journey. It's We learn from other people's experiences, and we are storytellers by nature. So speakers come and tell their story. And as you experienced when you came, you were you were down period in your life, but you, you felt genuine love. I mean, you were welcomed and loved and cared for. And, um, that good vibe just sort of permeates the whole room and the whole, uh, experience. Now, right now we've had to switch to video. Uh, but I, I'm hopeful that in the future we'll get back to our person meetings because it, there's nothing more satisfying and rewarding than being able to see people in person and sharing their, warmth and they're caring for each other and i've seen great friendships come from this um and it it goes back to speakers willing to share their their difficult times their challenges their vulnerabilities and it's i even hate to use this word but there's no judgment this it it doesn't even come to it it's just just sharing love and and goodwill for everybody yeah so but i'm with you i can't well, you'll be back because you've been a speaker several times. So, uh, uh, audience, radio audience, you're invited to come here and Travis <laughs> speak when we're back in person. I would love to. And I agree. I, I am missing our community so much. I'm just missing hugging people. I just want to hug people. I really just <laughs> want to give somebody a hug, you know, just like I know. it feel it does. It feels so good um, to to give everybody a hug and um, yes. and share in that in that space and that energy and. Uh, you know, I think this is really teaching us um, how to work through, you know, so much. Hey, Piper, you're going to have to turn that the volume off. Um, and it's it's a it's a interesting it's an interesting dynamic to have. It's almost like what it reminds me of is when a hurricane is on its way to Florida. It, everybody sort of goes into this like collective consciousness mode where they know okay, we all got to get through this. And, you know, people get crazy out there running around doing all their stuff. But what I've always enjoyed about that, that circumstance is that you really, you really get to see people all kind of come together on the same wavelength. Like they know we're all in this together, like you said. And I think this, is, this seems like the most profound coming together on a global scale that I've ever seen. Right. Because there's no discriminating here. I mean, we're all in it together. And it's, yeah, we get the warning signs. Danger, danger. It's on its way. Um, And in fact, one of the, uh, I was thinking about an analogy for this time, and I'll use hurricanes. 
in spring, we get ready for the hurricanes here in Florida. And I've seen gardeners go down and just chop everything down, right down to the stub. And it's for many reasons, because you don't want to have coconuts flying around uh, in, yeah. in uh, epic winds. <laughs> but, but if you notice, at the end of the summer, everything comes back lush and full and, and overwhelming. So right now it's a time of pruning. It's a time of getting ready for the hurricane, although we're in the hurricane now and we might feel like we're losing things. And But don't look at it that way. Reframe this as a period of hibernation, which it is, but also uh, reevaluating and uh, nurturing yourself. I think that's key is nurturing yourself, um, getting your resources and also dreaming. I mean, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? Now is a great right. time to take a step back and say, okay, my job might not be the same as it was before. My uh, relationships might change. What do I really value and what do I want going forward? So try to see this as a un- time for, for unexpected blessings. I, be hard, but we can do it. Yeah, and I think that, that is such a great a great theme and an overarching way to look at this is unexpected blessings because there have been so many and um and you know there's there's definitely the upside and the downside the yin and the yang um Mm. so from your experience with the happiness club and you talked about some of these tools the speakers bring in as ways to be mindful or you know different things like that have there been any specific things that you've adopted over the years into your own personal kind of rituals of success or regimen that have really uh, worked for you? Well, you know, building habits take time. <laughs> That's true, yeah. But, um, yes, in fact, every January um, I invite the, the, lo- the Palm Beach chapter of Transcendental Meditation to come and speak to us because I figure that's a good time when we're thinking about mm. new habits for the year. Um, so yes, I, I studied up and, and learned about transcendental meditation, and I think that you know you, you you do your your mantra for about twenty minutes. I can get through twelve. <laughs> I'm working up to tw- to you know more time, but Building it's up. a start. And then another thing which I wasn't aware of was journaling. And when you think about it, you know maybe when we were young we had diaries or maybe we didn't, but journaling is is important. And if you if you read the biographies of super successful men. Ray Dalio does DM, uh, Transcendental Meditation and Journaling. I think um, Jeff Bezos does journaling. Mm -hmm. So these are sort of hippy-dippy practices. There's there's, uh, science and um, uh, track records behind incorporating these these, uh, habits into your life. So I'm... Um, you know, it's recommended that you journal every day and it's, you just let your stream of consciousness and see what, what pops up. I'm, I'm not good at that. I do that once a week. I do that on Sunday. So as I said, it's, I'm adopting these practices. And then we had a speaker come talk about the importance of food. Now we, we know that is, is what fuel are you putting in your body? And it has to be high quality. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, there's, there's a, a big move towards vegan right now. But that's difficult for people that are that are carnivores and like myself. Right. Um, but but there's a way that you can adopt it. We had somebody come speak who who is a vegan chef in Palm Beach, and he introduced me and the Happiness Club to a concept of um, the eighty twenty um, rule, where you try to eat eighty percent plant based, 
but hang on to that 20% that is the ice cream that Piper just ran out to get yeah. and, you know, <laughs> your, your wine at dinner. And if you love fish and if you love a steak one every now and then, but cut back. Right. Um, so those are the good habits that I'm blessed that, that I've learned from our past Happiness Club speakers and slowly incorporating that in my life. And, and I think um, this is the time uh, to to uh, focus on ourselves and, and try to bring in those good good habits that will serve us for when we're ready to get back out into the world and flourish and regenerate. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so glad you brought that up because the journaling has been really supportive and served me really well over the last uh, few months during this uh, pandemic period. We've got a comment from Danny. She says, vulnerability is such a beautiful act of just being. So many of us are being given the opportunity for this kind of being right now. I would agree. And uh, yeah, I, and Peter, who chimed in earlier, he, you know, he always talks about your way of being. People have a way of being. This is my way of being. And one of your guests at the Happiness Club, Dee Dee Lyons. Yes. So she, she gave me a, a feel. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Good journal. And I actually have it right here. I'm so glad you brought it up. Great. Look at that, right? Uh, yeah. It's the Feel Good Journal, connecting with your inner child. And it says, listen to your heart and the words will follow on the back. Then it's got a little picture of Dee Dee. Um, so what's awesome and why I'm so glad you brought that up is Dee Dee is going to be our guest on the show. In it. Not not um, next week. Uh, I'm out of town with family on vacation. But the following week, we have a gentleman named Gus Castanos, uh, Castellanos, Castellanos. Um, and then the following week is Didi. Yay, and she's actually going to be our 100th episode. Wow. You know, and she'll talk a little bit about the magic of numbers. But, yes, it was Didi that introduced the Happiness Club to journaling. Um, so I'm glad that she'll be able to share that with, with your audience. But another thing that she says, too, is um, during these days of fear is in your journaling, take a piece of paper and then write down everything that you're fearful of um, and – honor it, you know, read it, honor it, and then shred it mm. and say, okay, universe, you take, these are my worries and my fears. I'm giving it to you. You take care of it and deal with it. Cause I have no idea how to handle this, but I trust and let go. So, uh, she'll be, a, she'll be a great, uh, speaker. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, I love that exercise. Uh, the, that fear exercise, because we like to say with our, you know, kind of a tagline or mantra with the crossing, you know, 
be bold in the face of fear. And what a great simple way to be bold with fear mm-hmm. is just to actually sit down and write out what you're really, really, what what is circulating in your life and in your head and your mind is fear and, and getting it out. And I would even, I would shred it and I'd probably burn it because I like being around the fire. Yes. That would that would be a fun exercise. Sprinkle some sage around it. Yeah. But, but just that simple act of, of writing it down and it, it, it loses its power over you. You know, because you right. look at it on paper and you think, okay, this this is what I was worried about. But but again, honor honor it because the fear comes from someplace. Right. So honor it, put it down, burn it. Yeah. On the beat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Melanie, you've had a a really, I think, a really interesting uh, life, and I think you're a really remarkable woman and human being. Um, you, I, I would love. Uh, if you share just for a, f- a few minutes as well, I know we were focusing on the happiness club, but also I'd love for you to share with the audience um, what you do and, and um, what you've created with the foundation for women's economic literacy, because although it's, you know, happiness is a much more uh, bubbly, sticky topic, <laughs> it seems, you know, that is such a backbone. And, you know, when people are, when people are stable, financially and economically it can reduce a lot of that stress and anxiety so um if you don't mind i'd love i'd love for you to share a little bit about that oh sure thank you well so much of my my professional entrepreneurial um path has been finding a seeing a need and then trying to um find a solution for it so when i moved here to palm beach i noticed that there's obviously this is a there's a this is a community of great wealth and but it but there's a huge knowledge gap, um, whether we've made it, inherited it, married it, um, however it came to us, there's a lot of mismanagement. And mm. money used to be simple. You know, you, you had a paycheck and a savings account. And you paid your bills and the rest you, you kept in the bank. But, but now it's so complicated now. And one wrong step can really wipe you out. So I... When I was down here, I thought, okay, this, this, there's an opportunity here for us to narrow, to close that knowledge gap because we have the, uh, we need the information. So women, my generation, who really didn't have financial education, um, doesn't mean that we didn't have education. I have a BA in psychology, but I never, our family never talked about money. Right. Um, and the, but uh, so we have great resources here. Um, Bankers, wealth managers, um, accountants, lawyers, um, and I would invite them. It's the same model as the Happiness Club. Invite speakers to come in and speak to our membership on different topics. Um, because, it, and and it's not a lecture. It's all of our meetings are conversations, so that we can ask questions and we can and, and learn from each other. And that's been so empowering because women can say, you know what, I used to be really fearful about money, but now I'm asking questions. And women can ask questions of each other and say, well, how do you handle this situation? Um, and that's been very empowering, and uh, it's been so rewarding to see that. And the reason I wanted this to be a nonprofit is because the focus is on education. Right. And it's not anything beyond that, but just learning and supporting each other and, and helping out. And and we'll be, coming to, we'll be putting together resources on how to handle debt. Because I know that that's another uh, consequence of this COVID nineteen. Right. So, 
stay tuned for that. We'll we'll be sharing that with you um, soon because it's that's a cause of a lot of anxiety and fear for people, but it doesn't have to be. Right. So look to us to give you some uh, kind advice. Another thing too is I have to say in life is be gentle with yourself. Be kind to yourself. If you've made a mistake or things are you feel they're out beyond your control, don't beat yourself up. You know, show show some compassion to yourself first. So don't be um, critical. Yeah, it's not, it's not so serving, not helping right now. Yeah, definitely. It's so easy to just judge um, so harshly and judge and, and be the biggest biggest you know critic of our own for sure. Yeah. Well, that's a beautiful mission that you've created um, with the foundation. And so, where can people, if they want to, uh, if they want to reach out to you, and as you know, things clear up with the pandemic and everything, where can they reach out to you about learning more about the Foundation for Women's Economic Literacy? Um, it, it's it's fwel.org. Stands for Foundation for Women Economic Literacy. Awesome. Thank you very much. Um, so I've got some I've got some fun questions for you. Uh, I'm I'm a big uh, book reader. I like to read a lot, and I always like to ask people, you know, who I think of as community leaders, and you know, you've created some really empowering organizations. You know what what over the years have been some books that really have inspired you, and and really you know you uh, carry as a resource. Okay. Well. Um Top of my list would have to be um, my pink leather, dog-eared, highlighted New King's New King James Bible. And <laughs> That's a pretty popular book. <laughs> I was raised in a, in a in a Catholic family, small C. You know, we went to church on the holidays, but I'd never read the Bible until I was here in Florida, and I had time. And I finally read. You know, I sort of working my way through it, but that's really been an anchor in life storms. I've never read it chronologically straight through. I've sort of picked out the, the sections that, that speak to me or that I need to know at the time. And, you know, the Old Testament has full of great historical stories, but also great lessons. Um, so that's the top of the list. But I also love history and biographies. And my particular um, uh, interest is interest you know so many people wonderful people have built this country so read the titans of industry how mm. america came to be start with the, the civil war but my passion are interesting women um so when i was in high school i took some uh, flying lessons so oh, wow. i've always been fascinated by amelia Earhart and how awesome she was she was the first uh woman to, to fly across the atlantic solo in 1928 I mean, uh, today we have you know, GPS and radar and all those, you know, sophisticated maps. She had none of that. Um, so I'm in awe of her. So that that's a great book. Uh, and then Cleopatra, ruler of Egypt. Mm. I mean, she she put those Egyptians and the and the Romans in her place. She <laughs> she stood with Julius Caesar. So <laughs> we can learn a few things. And she looked glorious doing it. So right, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but then also in thinking about. Uh, this time, I want to recommend. I have to pull the put the book up. I don't know if you can see, but "Big Magic" from Elizabeth Gilbert, and the subtitle is uh, Li- "Creative Living Beyond Fear." And I thought she's perfect for right now um, because she starts out by saying, "Live your dream," and if if an inspiration comes to you, it was meant to come to you. So just do it. Just go out and do it. This is the time to 
figure out what really would make your what, what's your passion live your 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 purpose and your passion um and another reason i like her is because uh she writes about she was the one that wrote eat pray love okay and yeah that is her spiritual journey of course she and she really read her second chapter was completely redefined um uh, because I had my own spiritual journey last year, I had the I was blessed to go visit Cambodia, Thailand, and India. Oh wow! And if you want to see people that are grateful and live every day thankful, and that have nowhere near the the creature comforts that we have, it's go to this part of the world, and they're all just just enlightened beings, just just happy and cheerful, and you know not without their suffering. Clearly, right. they, they have a lot of suffering, but it, it's an inspiration to see that they focus on the positive. And, wow, if you ever have the opportunity to go, just go. How long and, were you over there for? Uh, it was a six-week vacation. You know, it was uh, left in November because, um, you know, you know, Palm Beach is seasonal. Right. So I thought okay, I could leave the Happiness Club and the found, uh, Women's Foundation in December because it's Christmas time, New Year's. People won't miss me. <laughs> Right. So, so we went for uh, six weeks because you're going a hell of a long ways. <laughs> this isn't a weekend trip, so you really want to see as much as you can because it's once in a lifetime journey for me. I don't expect to go back to India, but um, but I recommend it. And w- in fact, um, travel has been an important part of my education, which is why I was attracted to the Circumnavigators Club because that was um, um, a value instilled. In my brothers and my family at a young age, my mother would think nothing of taking us out of school and traveling around the world because she said we got more of an education seeing other people's cultures, architecture, um, food, uh, just just the whole experience of being in another another world, another culture, another country was, was so enriching. So that's another lesson, life lesson I would pass on to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so... In the Circumnavigators Club, what is the uh, mission or the goal of that club? Um, how do they rally, or what is the kind of the, the structure or the uh, programming? It's uh, it was founded a uh, hundred years ago by um, several gentlemen in, in New York City who were sitting in the bar, I guess, <laughs> and uh, commenting on how how fortunate they were to have been around the world because. A circumnavigator to, is someone who's crossed, um, circled the globe in in one direction, um, and not all not at the same time, but but in the same direction. And they said, you know, we, this is a special group of people. Why don't we start a circumnavigators club? And they did, and it's grown. I think it has over nine hundred members worldwide, chapters all over the globe. And it's it's I've met the most amazing people. We have um, astronauts. Uh, captain of a submarine, balloonists, wow. um, people who have sailed around the world. It, it, it's just an awesome group of uh, adventure seekers. And uh, and anybody can join. You just have to travel around the world. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would be one to add to the bucket list. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to add that. You've, you've added something to my new, my new bu- bucket list goals to be able to join the uh, Circumnavigators Club. So out yeah. of all the places that you've traveled in, in – when you went to um, Cambodia and India and Thailand, uh, were there any really special moments that you remember that you'd like to share? Um, 
Yes, I've I've never seen Raiders of uh, uh, Laura Croft. Uh, I, I know I'm butchering the name of the, the her movie, but Tomb there's this uh, Tomb Raider. Yeah, and the our guide in um, Siem Reap in Cambodia told us that some of the filming had been done there, and it's it's absolutely majestic. You see, it, it, you see these ancient structures, to, um, temples that have been built out of stone, but they were abandoned and then nature has just taken over and mm. the roots are these trees are growing out of the, the, the stone rubble and the temples. And it's, it's just, it's, it's eerie and magical at the same time. Uh, and watch there's a section in, in Tomb Raider. So you see that, but, uh, and then of course, India was really, um, mesmerizing, um, there's, there's, uh, I, we woke up early to see the Taj Mahal and to be at this wonderful token of love because the, the Maharaja built it for his wife, this, this white marble palace. And to, to be there at dawn and see the sun rising and the mist lifting, the morning mist lifting behind this glorious white marble palace was just breathtaking. Mm. Um, so there were many wonderful uh, moments, but those are the two memorable ones. Yeah, thank you for sharing those. I was, you really took me there. Thank you. That was a, <laughs> a great journey. And uh, yeah, the Taj Mahal, that's one version of epic love for sure. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Peter dropped a comment. He said, Melanie is working on her book. Are you working on, uh, on writing a book yourself? <laughs> Yes, actually, it's it's a guide on 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 um, get it, on on life post pandemic. Okay. What what can we do now? So it's it's sort of tying in all these themes about letting go of the past and and being bigger and better, getting through this. And a big part of it will include the finances because there's no question that everybody's financial world is different. Um, yes. Not saying better or worse but it'll be different and i think um i think we have well another thing too is that it's it's a collective effort because i've been i'm able to to draw on the expertise of all our past speakers so it's not just melanie says this it's all these amazing um speakers and it's it's aggregating their their wise words to help us help the community get get through bigger and better and how is the process of writing the book? Is it a challenge? Are you enjoying it? <laughs> well, Peter just outed me, so I've got to really amp up the pace. Yeah. It's, it's, sol- <laughs> it's a solitary thing, um, and there's almost no excuse because these are solitary times, but it's, it's slow because it's, um, it's just making sure that I'm writing. I want to make sure that I get, get it right. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that that judgment, the critic comes out sometimes when you're writing, for sure. Um, So you talked, uh, you shared some some incredible stories, and uh, I'm curious if there's anybody in particular that comes to mind. Like when we talk about epic love and inspiring stories of love through action, has there been anybody on a you know personal level or intimate level, uh, or even you know somebody outside of uh, your your community or network or family? that has inspired you that you think is a, a great version of epic love? Well, uh, not to put you on the spot, but what you've built is epic. 
It really no, it is. I, I'm every time I get an email from Piper's Angels, I marvel at what you've done. You have you and your awesome team have rallied on so many levels. Um, whether it you know it's it's community, it's it's um, education, it's food, it's uh, family help, support, um, everything, and it's just it's just awesome. So kudos to you and your amazing team. You you definitely embody epic love well, thank you but, thank you for being a part of the family yeah my pleasure my pleasure but other than that it's it's it, co- it comes down to the basics um family and a few trusted friends um mm. I, one of one of the things that i that i sort of find disheartening about social media is that everybody thinks they have six thousand friends but you really don't right you know if you have three or four friends that you can count on Regard, you know, regardless of the circumstances, that's a gift, and nurture those relationships, um, because that's, you know, that's quality over quantity. Yeah, that's a that's a great way to say it. Yeah. And another thing too is, you know, uh, we're getting older, and sometimes you know your your parents aren't with you anymore, or your spouses have passed away. Um, I heard a great quote, and it's friends are the family you choose. Oh. Because for the longest time, yeah, during during Thanksgiving, I would invite invite you know people that that were sort of at loose ends and didn't have places to go, and I said, you know, you consider yourselves family because that's what friends are—the family we've chosen. So um, that's 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 uh, that's it. Yeah, you brought it home for me there for sure. Um, you know, because we you know we do have the choice uh, to spend the time with the people that we love and. <clears throat> that's one thing d- definitely cystic fibrosis has taught me is it is a quality over quantity game. And mm-hmm. uh, my dad loves to use a quote from Lonesome Dove, which is uh, life is short, shorter for some than others. And we don't know how much time we have. And I, we've, we've lost a lot of friends over the years uh, and seen a lot of families lose loved ones uh, young people, you know, 19, 20, 21, 25, 30 years old from cystic fibrosis. And I'm 36. And I think, gosh, like, uh, I feel like I still have so much life to live. But at the same time, uh, you know, I can't imagine, you know, losing a child at that age. And uh, so thank you. And thank you for sharing that. That I think that really was a nice way to drive the message home here. Uh, we've got a, <clears throat> we've got a few minutes left on the show. Are there any final thank yous or shout outs you would like to make? Well, to everybody, um, as you know, it, it, I, these, these efforts don't, don't happen by themselves. So I want to thank all the awesome happiness club speakers and mm-hmm. all the awesome, um, foundation for women and economic literacy speakers, because they, they, they come and they give generously of their time and their talent and their treasures and, you know, I, it, it's not me. It's them. It's we're we're community, and um, I'm grateful for all, for all of them. And also, you know, we're we're um, and they sh- and they share generously. So, I, big shout out and thanks to them. Yeah, I we had a uh, we had a guest on recently, uh, Audrey Sutton, and she said. So I love that you said share generously, and she said she really helps. Uh, one thing she cultivates is to listen generously. Uh-huh. And I thought that was special. 
Well, thank you so much, Melanie, for being here from from the deepest, deepest part of my heart. Um, I, I love what you bring to the world, and thank you for sharing your inspiring stories and, and bringing, bringing your love in action. Oh, my pleasure. Namaste. Thank you for what you do. All right. Well, I look forward to the next Happiness Club meeting. Make sure everybody check out Happiness Club online, and uh, hopefully we'll all be meeting in person soon. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Melanie. Well, ladies and gentlemen, another amazing episode Another amazing human being on this show. That's what I love about Epic Love is we get to rally and bring people uh, from all over the world. If you have a guest you want to suggest, reach out. Send us, a, send us a message on any one of the channels that we're out there on, and we'll find you. We'd love to share those inspiring stories uh, and promote the positive. Uh, I'm Travis Suit. And you've been listening to the Epic Love Show. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. If you haven't yet, please go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Join us next week for another episode. Uh, Actually, next week we're taking a break. We're running a rerun on the radio portion. uh, But we will be back the following week with episode uh, 99, which will be Gus Castellanos, who is a world-renowned expert in mindfulness And it's going to be an awesome show. I invite you to tune in. Thank you, as always, to our amazing audience, Suzanne, Joyce, Danny, Peter, Tatiana, Nikki, everybody who comments and is engaged. You know how much I love you. I'm sending you the love. So when you guys see that image on our YouTube background or on Facebook, and I'm going like this with that photo that David Scarola took, I am blasting my love because it's so easy to give so much love when you receive so much love. And I really feel it. And I really uh, appreciate the opportunity to channel it and to give it to the community and to give it to those who need it most and to bring it to the world. And we're going to keep rocking and rolling with Epic Love and bring this show, grow it bigger and bigger and bigger until Epic Love is in divine resonance with the whole world. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in for this week. I love you. I love you. I love you. And we'll see you next time on Epic Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah.